Hey, hey. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Awesome. Hey, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you, Kirsten? Doing awesome. It's so good to have you here. Thank you for being here. Of course. Awesome. Well, let's tell everybody um, how we know each other. So Ethan, my husband, went to school with Jamie and her husband, Kemper, at Wake Forest. And then... And then we got to know each other, which I'm so thankful for. We've been to some business conferences together, but like where I knew we were kindred spirits was definitely like we, you know, your friend group went on a vacation together and I'm like, woo, here we go. And I knew we were kindred spirits because we were just like talking about all the things, but including empowering and business and all that but tell us a little bit about your journey to where you are right near right here right now from a a career perspective absolutely well first I'm going to say that I knew we were kindred spirits when I go back to the first time I met you which was at a wedding and I was like this girl Ethan you need to not let this girl go because she she's she's the fit she's the one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which he knew uh-huh. as well, but it was, it was, I, I knew it right from the get go. So he made, a good, he made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, mind you, if you weren't there, I was like sweating, dancing, like a crazy woman as I do. So I'm glad that you thought that wasn't a deal breaker. I loved it. Kirsten's just whipping her hair around on the dance floor. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> a million times. Yes. To this girl. So we all need to bring that amount of energy to life. I feel like, Yes, (laughs) but um, you have quite the amazing story and don't be (laughs) humble about it. I want to hear it. All right. So, so story wise, I mean, I am, um, my background is in finance and accounting. So I am a CPA worked in public accounting for a while, then moved and worked in, um, at a Coca-Cola bottling company. So I kind of worked my way up there into leadership um, over a 10-year time span that I was there and was pretty good at my job, but didn't particularly feel overly fulfilled by my job. And I know that that's something that a lot of people kind of get to that point um, where you're just kind of like, you know, is, is, this, is this what it is? Is this what I'm going to be doing? Um, and I had, you know, my first child and then, you know, things became harder at work. And then I was uh, about ready to have my second child. And um, it was also a time at work where we were going through a, a massive restructure merger and it was just crazy. And I was, you know, nine months pregnant at the time. And I just kind of had this moment of this is, I, I don't want to be doing this, you know, forever. And there must be something else. 
And so originally um, I left that job. We moved, we moved from Georgia to Tennessee, where we are now. We had that child. My husband left his job and started a new job. We basically, uh, we built a house. We basically just up, uprooted our entire life because that's what I do when I decide that, <laughs> that it's time. Hey, <laughs> yeah. And so I started, what's funny is like, and Kirsten, you know this, cause we had so many conversations in those early days too, because we were both going through transitions in our business and I was starting a business and I was trying to figure out, um, you know, what this business was even going to be. I had no idea. I just knew, okay, I want to help bring in some money at the time. It felt like, um, you know, I just, I want to spend more time with my kids. And so to do that, I need to take a massive step back. And I really thought the issue was I just need to not care so much about my career maybe. And I just need to focus, um, on that. And I, I quickly realized, and I started to take on some clients and things like that, doing, you know, accounting and finance work around here for small businesses. And really quickly, I realized it's not really in me to just, you know, just, sort of try to make a little bit of extra money. Like I'm, I'm a go-getter. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I just, I want to, I want to do something that feels fulfilling, right? I want to do something that feels like it has an impact and you can do that. And one of the, one of the big, um, and this is kind of an aside from the conversation today, but I think it's just important because it is an important part of my journey was bis- busting that the mentality that I had that was, I can't do both. I can't be the mom I want to be and run a business and do the things that I want to do career-wise. When I like busted that myth and it took a lot of reading and, you know, conferences and meeting people that were doing both things to realize like, okay, hang on this like belief that I've had forever limiting belief, right. That I can't do both is wrong. And so once I realized that I was like, no, 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 I can do both right now. You know, my son does first grade from home (laughs) and he can only do that because I'm here. Now we have some help and things like that, but you know, we are able to do more than we think. And so right now I'm kind of doing both tracks of really, you know, wanting to commit to the mom thing, but also, um, chasing down my own dreams and the things that I really have in in my heart that I want to do. So that was where I kind of started growing the business. I went, I was taking on one-to-one service-based clients. I got full, um, which was a great problem to have, but also uh, not a great problem to have because, um, you just kind of, you kind of stagnate at a certain point and I had to figure out what to do. And so I switched to my business. Um, I pivoted to, um, online courses where I could teach a lot more people at one time. And that has been really my home. I didn't realize how much I love teaching. So I teach finance, accounting, and taxes to small business owners and self-employed people. Um, so that's what I do now on a, on a, a, a scale where I can teach one to many people and make a much, much, much bigger impact. And so now at this point we've got, uh, I've, I've in my paid programs, we've had over a thousand members. Um, I also serve a huge community, um, just for free, especially through all the COVID things that have been going on, helping them get loans to keep their business going. So we've got a community over, of over 34,000 people that I've been helping through that. So it's just grown and grown and grown. And really, I finally have found like, this is the thing, this is what I was made to do. And this is the thing that really fulfills me and lights me up. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, One of the biggest things you have taught me since you started your business, uh, I think the course is called, what is it called? Financial fitness, right? Yep. Financial fitness formula. Uh Yeah. So through that course, one of the most impactful things that 
I have learned from my business, but the reason why also I wanted to ask you here is you can apply this to everything is the difference between profit and revenue Mm -hmm. and how we can apply that to our own life though. And so that the profit, the difference between profit and revenue. So I want you to talk a little bit on that, but then don't get lost. If you're like, I don't have a business, this doesn't apply to me. It does. It does because we all want to have impact. We all want to do the things we want to fund our dreams. We want to fund what is important to us, our priorities. So I want you definitely want to have you explain that to us. And also another huge thing for me is the difference and thinking of it through this lens of whether it be an investment into my health, into my business, into my family, or just another expense we mark off on the budget, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to run with either of those things and talk about how that can matter and should matter and why we should care. Basically. Yeah. Well, I can talk about, I can, I can quickly kind of summarize on both my thoughts there because those are okay. two points, two of my biggest points you've, you've brought up that I like to, you know, shout from the rooftops, Kirsten. Oh, good. Is, You're doing it right then. Yeah, exactly. I get, I get excited about these topics, um, but specifically with business owners, but you don't have to be a business owner. You might have like this, this applies also to people who are side hustlers to, if you were like generating, you know, extra income in any way, shape or form, the thought process around revenue versus profit is an important one to understand. And that is, you know, we tend to think about this business or the side hustle as the money that comes in, right? Like the money that you, you're, you're making. And we tend to think of that as, okay, well, that's sort of like the paycheck I'm getting, right? But truly in a business, because you have all these other business expenses, you're spending money to, um, to basically have that business, it's really that bottom line profit after you subtract out the cost of making that money, that's what is akin to like your paycheck. So, you know, there's kind of, there's a lot of people, a lot of people I know that are self-employed specifically that have this belief that actually they want to have like all these, they want to spend all this money in their business because that means that it lowers their profit, which means they pay less taxes. (laughs) And what I typically tell them is like, okay, if you, let's say you go for a job interview, you go, you go to two different job interviews and, you know, the first job is, uh, for $50,000 and everything sounds great. The other job is for a hundred thousand dollars and it's basically everything else is the same, right? Is anybody going to turn down the hundred thousand dollar job because they'd have to pay more in taxes? No, because net net, you still end up making more, but yet business owners, side hustlers, self-employed people, we do this all the time by thinking like, okay, it's December. I'm going to owe this big amount of taxes. I'm just going to go on a spending spree and buy all the things I need or don't need usually right in my business to get these deductions. So I don't have to pay taxes. But what you're doing when you do that is you're spending $10 to save two. And that doesn't make sense, right? (laughs) You wouldn't do that. So, um, so that's kind of one of the things that I tell those of you who are generating, you know, money outside, um, of a regular job is to think about your profit in your business as equivalent to your W2 job. Or if you're thinking about, right, even if you're not in that position, you're thinking about, well, do I want to do that? Make sure that when you are calculating out like, okay, does it make sense to leave my job? Will it pay me enough that you're looking at the profit what's left at the end of the day? Because that's the money you can actually take out of your business to use in your actual life. 
right? Um, and there are so many business owners that run their business at like basically break even or negative. And that's one of the things that we break through in my course, which is, okay, we got to work on something here. Something's got to give you either it's the pricing or the cost or something. So that's kind of the first, that first bucket. The other one that is a little bit more applicable when we're talking even about personal life, I'll talk about business first, because that's, that's obviously my bread and butter, butter, but I feel like it really has legs into your personal life too. When you, when you really think about it is the concept of investment or expense. And this is one of the things that I teach my students that every time they go to spend money. And again, this is generally their business, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll connect it in a minute. Every time they go to spend money, I want them to like literally hear my voice saying, is this an investment or an expense? And what that really means is, um, is this just money that is spending and we're not going to get anything out of it at the end of the day? Um, it's just something like sometimes we need to have expenses, right? Sometimes we're just, it, it's something that we have to have, but it's not really going to lead us to anything in the future. An investment, however, and I'm not talking about, you know, stocks and bonds investing. I'm talking about the fact that an investment is something that you put something in today, money, time, whatever it is, right? And it yields um, s more money, time, something down the line that's better, that's bigger and better than what you put in today, right? So, um, so that is where you have to think about with your money, okay, if I'm spending this money now, is this an investment or is this an expense? Is this something that's going to pay off down the line? And so that's really important, obviously, in business because we don't want to be spending money if it's not actually growing and helping our business, but in our personal life, right? Is this an investment? Is this an expense? Am I investing in myself from the standpoint of, okay, is this going to come back to be more money? Is it going to come back to be more time? Is it going to come back to be a better quality of life? Is it going to come back to be health, right? Like, oh my goodness, fitness is one of the biggest examples of investing from a time perspective and sometimes from a money perspective too in your health and the return that that will have later. That's why you do it, right? And the reason that people don't do it is because to them, right? They're like, oh, the, the work and the effort now, like they know that if they did it, it would be worth it. They just don't, they can't get over the hump of now. It's the same thing with spending your money. People are like, oh, I just want this thing now. I want this whatever now, even knowing it's not going to have any real impact on the quality of your life at all. It's not going to help you in the future in any way, shape or form. That's going to be money that's gone hanging up in your, your closet or whatever it would be. Right. And it's not really, um, contributing in any meaningful way. So it's a matter of just sort of values-based, um, spending. And, and that doesn't have to be a hundred percent, right? Like I, I'm not saying that everything has to be in line with your values, but the bulk of your money should be going to things that align with who you see yourself as, right? And who you want to be even more so. Who are you investing in? If you invest in that today, what's that going to turn into later? Same thing with your time, right? Where are you investing your time? Where are you spending your time? Because that is what's going to grow. Are you spending your time um, you know, working out and, and, and helping yourself and taking care of yourself. Well, that's going to grow into something. Are you spending your time um, making sure you're carving out quality time with your kids? Well, that's going to grow into something. That's an investment into that relationship, right? So those types of things um, are really investments in what you want to create for your future, if that makes sense. Hey, hey, thanks for listening. I wanted to introduce to you a few of my friends who are also entrepreneurs, small businesses, who I think are making a great impact. Here they are.
Hi, I'm Beth with The Grounded Canary. For as long as I can remember, I have loved sitting at the feet of others. Miracles happen there in that space of compassion and connection. When hopes, dreams, pains, and loss can be expressed and shared, life changes. This is how I see my role as your life coach. I'm here to be present and to reflect you back to yourself without judgment. We all could use less of that, couldn't we? I see you, and I would love to come alongside you to see you fly. Check out thegroundedcanary.com for more information. Take care. Hi, I'm Maren Walseth with Elevating Leaders. Are you striving for more in 2021? Do you need to pivot yet again, but aren't sure which move is the right move to make? I'm a business and leadership coach. I partner with business owners to design a one-page plan, nailing down objectives, strategies, and action plans to elevate their business. I want to support you as you upgrade your skills to elevate your life. Find me at marnwalseth.com. That's M-A-R-E-N-W-A-L-S-E-T-H. Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Hi, I'm Amy Hovey, your Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 989-772-0153. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Okay, sweet. Now let's get back to our workshop. Yeah. So I think you ask, you encourage us to ask a powerful question about is this an investment or a expense? And I would argue, and I'm sure you've seen this with clients. Um, I have done this before. So I could take expending money on the same thing and I could treat it as an investment into my health, my family, my business, or I could just kind of throw it out there, like throwing up something up on a wall and kind of forget about it. Can you talk to us about any strategies that help us make sure we're then treating it as an investment? Because we, we all agree yes. that health and fitness, like we have this one body, we have this one mind. And, you know, we all agree that that is yep. can be an investment. Yep. And then sometimes, like I, even in business, I bought a course before. It wasn't your course, but I bought a course. And do you know it ruined me for like a year or two to invest in something similar, even remotely similar, because I spent a lot of money on something that I could not, did not use as yeah. an investment. It was not an investment for me. And so, so talking to us about strategies that we can actually successfully use them as investment, not as just another expense. Yes. I love this question. Like this is such a good point. And I do see this all the time. I see it all the time. And so what I have to remind people is just like the nature of the thing that you're buying isn't necessarily what makes it an investment or an expense, right? So going back to like, like you said, courses, great example of that. And when I sell my course, I'm like, you guys don't make this an expense. Like it is, it is on you now to take this and turn it into an investment, to use it, to put these, these things into practice. If you don't, this is just another expense. And I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be anybody's expense. I don't want my course to be anybody's expense. Same thing. Like, let's go back to, to fitness again, right? People buy gym memberships all the time and never go. Right. It's not an investment 
if you bought the thing, you're not just like, well, yeah, it's a gym membership. So that's okay because it's a positive thing. Great. But if you're not going to go, you're not making an investment. Now it's an expense, right? And it's not even like a good expense. Like some expenses, like, okay, I got to eat, right? So I go to the grocery store and I got to eat, like it's gone, but you know, um, but now, now, now you're being an accountant on us. That's true. That's true. But like it's that one. <laughs> that's true. I mean, definitely I, I would say you're right. Food, positive food for your body can be can be um an investment. But just there's there's so many things like if you don't make it into an investment, you have to decide that. And it really is, I think, just an intentional decision, right? to do it and to say, I'm going to carve out the time for me. Um, oftentimes the thing, think about the things that get in the way of you making something into an investment, right? What, what is it? Uh, and try to like deconstruct that thing. So if it's mindset, like, okay, I got to come up, I got to find some ways to power through these mindset. Maybe it's putting on a song. Maybe it's, you know, how do I put myself into the right mindset to do this thing? Um, it, for me, it's often time. I, I get into something and then it's like, I don't have the time for this. So for me to make the most of an investment, it is often, okay, I'm going to go to my calendar. I'm going to block this time off. Like right now, when I'm in the moment of, you know, purchasing something or, 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 any, or something like that, I'm going to block the time off of my calendar so that nothing can take this away from me. Right. And I'm going to promise myself that I'm going to adhere to this, uh, and do the absolutely best job I can to, um, to really like make sure that I'm able to make this into an investment. And then I don't, and and I am now, now I've almost trained myself in a way where like I start to just feel it tugging at me when I have something that I know I did not invest in the way that I intended to. And I almost can't let myself do it. Like it, it almost will keep me up at night until I actually finally take the action. So now I know, okay, a lot of times if you don't do something right away, then you don't do it. So if you know that about yourself, right? Then do it right away. Now I know, okay, like I will eventually do it. I just need to have that as part of the plan. Like I'm going to start this in May, right? And here it is on my calendar. Um, so that's, that's what I would say is something that is critical is just like being intentional about that decision-making, um, and taking away the obstacles that are in front of you for actually then turning that thing into an investment and doing it. Yeah. And I love that you're asking us to think about know ourselves and what's going to stop us personally. It doesn't matter if ours are different things that stop us. Like right away, I thought I, I want, I need a team. I need accountability in some way. Like I need some rah-rah. Let's have some fun with this. Yeah. Uh, and yes, I need to, time is also a thing. Uh, have it in the calendar, have a spot designated for it. Uh, another thing, and I just thought of this and I don't know if it applies to what we're talking about or not, but for me, one thing that has really helped me like get over the hump or that barrier for something, I have a strong desire, but for some reason it's like stopping me is about my identity. Mm. And like, I feel like if you make it part of your identity, you can't do this with every little thing. Okay. But if it's really something that you're like, yes, let's step this up, Kirsten. If I make it part of my identity, it's like a switch more than a climb. It's like Mm -hmm. a switch. It's like, nope, this is part of my identity. Like this is me. This is who I want to be. So that's really cool. That's fun. Um, 
I love that. I, I think that's a really important point too of thinking about, yeah, who is your, who, who do you want to be? And, and your, your choices with your time and your money, are they reflecting that person that you want to be? Um, I think that really works with, I forever, forever, I've told you this, Kirsten, I forever was like, I'm not a workout person. I'm not a workout person. It's not my thing. I don't know how many vacations Kirsten and I went on where she's like, all right, we're getting up at six and we're going to go work out on the beach. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet you at 10 with my book. <laughs> not happening. Not me. Uh, right. And so when I realized and started doing workouts with you, Kirsten, I was like, oh, like the, I, I actually could do this, you know? And so now working out in the morning, I work out five days a week still, where, you know, it is part of who I am. Now I wake up and I work out, you know, that's just, that's now part of my identity and to not do it feels like I'm not in alignment with myself and who I want to be. Right. So same thing with choices around money, same exact thing where it's just like, there's this alignment, you feel the tension, you know, when you're spending something that's not in alignment with you or what you want or your goals and your dreams for yourself, you're like, there's a tension here that it like, you, you want to pay attention to that. You want to, you want to like tap into that, what that tension is and why you have it. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I love that. And she's being humble. It's like, at first she's like, no, no, can't do it. Dan, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. And then finally, when she decided, see, she was intentional. She decided then she's like, she was just in it for identity. Like mm -hmm. she was just like years and results and like, you know, so no, it works for you, but I got to tell you, even with, even though I'm the one, you know, designing the fitness inspired program, the way Jamie was able to do it, I was like, I'm baffled at you. Like, because she literally, you, you wouldn't see her at live classes. I mean, she's in a different time zone. So, you know, you wouldn't see her at live classes, but dang it. She was so consistent and made it part of her identity. And like, I just couldn't believe it. I, after like, I don't know if it was a year or six months of doing fitness inspired, I looked at her and I said, you basically reverse your aging. Like seriously, <laughs> what the heck? So it's incredible. Um, when you decide and you you're intentional and it's different for everyone. So like Jamie and I are very different in this way, in the way that I it's a, like, I really need to focus on the practice, the reps, the team. Like I'm not going to be successful if I don't have some live part of it, but guess what? Like you can be successful if you don't have some like live part of it. And she was like, she did the online workouts. She filled out the accountability questions. She got her reps in day after day. Yeah. He has like intrinsic motivation. So go, Jamie, you rock. Go ahead. Well, gonna... I've always told Kirsten because Kirsten will invite me to like live classes and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm very much the anti-accountability person. So I'm less likely to do something if somebody expects me to show up. I don't know what that is in my personality. It's a rebel. I am like, I just, I like, I'm very, when I decide to do yeah. something, yeah. I, I, I know how to do that thing. But, I, but it takes a long time for me to commit to it because I know, shoot, if I commit to it, I got to do it now, right? There's yeah. no, there's no in between here. Uh, but I am, I'm very, but again, that goes to like, what works for you? If you know, you need that accountability, make sure you're surrounding yourself with accountability, right? That's going to help to get you in, and that's most people um, that, that want and need that. Um, I'm just, I'm just too rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I mean, once again, it's like, okay, let's all take a moment and not worry about the way we should be. Just like notice the way we are and celebrate that and how we can use that in investing in our health and fitness and our family and what our priorities are in our business, whatever it is for us. Okay, let's let's baby step it. I'll give us a couple like, or even just one baby step. Oh, okay, so we get we have more things. I said, type in the comments what stops you from from doing that. You said that's a great question. So lack of energy or resources. I have a thought on that. What do you think on that, Jamie? I 100% agree because I think that that's what I run into a lot of times too, is that's my stopping point is I just don't feel like I have the energy because I also feel like as women, we're always giving of that energy, right? We're always like, here you go, here you go, here you go. Everybody else like have all the energy that I have to give. And then we're like, for ourselves, we're just like, oh, like that's the last priority. Um, yes. But I continue. And I know you talk about this too, Kirsten, of like, uh, went again, this was part of that like self-actualization moment of, that I had, which was like, oh my gosh, like I've been doing this all wrong. Right. And part <laughs> of it was like, no, 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 no. When I'm strong, like when I am rested and healthy and strong and fulfilled and all of those things, I give better to everybody else. When I give them first fruits from me, that's not good for anybody because then I'm tired and I'm strung out and I'm you know, angry and I'm not a good mom and I'm trying to find five minutes of peace to myself. Right. And so I really do think when we shift to that and we're like, okay, no, 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 we're going to, we're going to like make sure that the energy, the first focus of that energy needs to be on keeping ourselves healthy and in a good mind space. And then it's, it, we're going to be better for everybody else too. Then that gives us more energy. It gives us more resources because we haven't depleted ourselves first. Right. Exactly. Yes. Preach. Preach, sister. What about time and poor planning when it comes to investments, you know, that this whole concept? Because we're seeing that our money and our time and our energy, we can apply this to all of the, all of the thing, those things and probably more. I don't know. Those are the first three I thought of. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, when we're coming up against time and poor planning, what would you say to us? I think it's starting with being like figuring out what leads to that, right? Is it, is it like, uh, is it the need, do you need to be more realistic with the time that you actually have, right? Is it because you, you get into something and you're like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And then at the, on the back end, you're like, oh no, I I have like 7,000 things going on right now. Right. So you want to be realistic when you're deciding on things and not trying to cram one more thing into a busy schedule, if it's something you prioritize, something might have to go, right? Something else that is not a priority might have to get off that calendar rather than what we do, which is just like try to stuff as much as we possibly can into that calendar. And then we're like, oh, I don't have time. You're like, well, yeah, yeah, you don't have time because you have a million things going on. Um, So I think it's ruthless prioritization. With our bank account, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that like you, yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, when you try to just put everything in, when you're just, uh, I just think, I think we have to be intentional about all these things, right? We have to be intentional and realistic about all these things and recognize, um, 
you know, how, how much do we have to go around? Right. So whether that's a, a time perspective or a money perspective, like how much do we really have to go around? And is it going to like, are we going to completely deplete ourselves? Right. Are we going to completely deplete our, our money as well? Um, and you want to make sure you're always having a cushion there. You don't want to totally get to where you're depleting yourself from a time perspective. You need to have recharge. You don't want to completely get to where you're depleting your money because you need to have savings, right? It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like that, but we try to, we, we use everything up and then we don't have anything left. And then we, and then, and then like, I don't know about you, but then, then we turn around and like, feel bad about our, like feel bad about ourselves because of it. And we get all into this, like, uh, like self-hate don't like this, you know, and, and we just dwell on this. Like if we make bad money choices or bad time choices or whatever, and we can't get out of the cycle of it. Um, and that's where sometimes we just have to let go of it and just say, you know what, <laughs> past is in the past, like let's move forward. Let's do this differently. And let's be more realistic about how much we really have to go around. Right. Yeah. I can do that on a, like, I, do that on a day basis sometimes like at the end I hit my wall and Ethan's like oh here we go I'm like mom's about to go off duty (laughs) yeah because I'm like but you're right I have this a certain amount of like guilt and like oh it's not time to go off duty yet like there's still more to give my family that I'm just like done so I think that's really helpful and actually hard, also hard for me to hear. Be like, okay, yes, there's not unlimited resources. Let's take a step back, Kirsten, and see what, like you said, what you have to go around in these different areas. Yeah. And trying to catch it before it gets to that breaking point. And that's something that I'm working on too, because sometimes I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm out, drop the mic. Peace. I'll see y'all in two hours. I'm going on a walk to nowhere because I can't deal with this anymore. And so now I've started to like pick up on, okay, what are the signs that I'm feeling this way? And like, what can I do in the interim to keep it from getting to this just like total boiling over point? Right? Amen, sister. <laughs> okay. So we are running out of time. So I want you to, this has been Awesome. Thank you so much for your wisdom and your expertise in this area. I love this stuff. And even if we can take one thing from what Jamie said today and apply it, which we're going to do, P.S., those of you in the group coaching program. So we're going to do that because the inspired action, like even if we take one little thing or one little shift, it can really improve our our life, our finances, everything, right? Uh, so Jamie, first of all, tell us where we can find you mm-hmm. and how we can look to see like if we want to work with you further. And then also I want to end with like, if there's one thing you could just like grab us by the shoulders and say, listen up, um, what would it be to say? So where to find you? Where to find you? Uh, okay. So I, you can find me on my website, Jamie troll troll with a U. Um, that's where you can find out about, you know, my courses, the things that I do. Um, 
uh, things like that. And then also for anybody who's a business owner, entrepreneur, side hustler, my Facebook group, Financial Literacy for Women Business Owners, we are over 34,000 strong. We have a fantastic group. It's totally free. So come join us over there. Um, and what then, um, it's a, it's a great Facebook group. We've grown so fast, which is crazy, but it's a great, great group of, of, uh, mostly women. Um, so what, what is the name again? I know I'm a part of it, but I forget financial literacy for women business owners. So you can search for that on Facebook and you should be able to find it. Um, so I guess that what I would leave you with is just think about, try to, try to do this for like a week where every time um, you can do it, you can decide on doing it with your money or your time or both, right? Um, Where you're just looking at where you're spending your time, where you're spending your money and really actively thinking about, is this in line with the person that I wanna be? Is this in line with that person? Is this going to get me closer to being the person that I want to be or not, right? And just like almost start to train your brain to think, from that perspective um, and not from a place of guilt because this isn't, this isn't to make you feel guilty about things. And it, again, it doesn't mean a hundred percent of the things that you spend money on do, but it will make you rethink some of those things that are just, you know, where, where you fritter away your time or fritter away your money right now, again, though, remember rest is important. So that doesn't mean that if you're doing this on time that you need to be like, go, go, go world changing part of hopefully the person you want to be is a well-rested, sane person, you know, (laughs) who takes care of themselves. So for me, I asked that question the other day, I was watching vampire diaries. I'm like, is this the person I want to be? Yes, it is. Because this is self-care to me with my glass of red wine, watching the vampire diaries. So so I would say just, just kind of start to be more, more cognizant of those choices we make every single day without even really thinking about them and just give it a thought, give it a thought um, and see if that changes any of your behaviors. But again, don't let it to come from a place of guilt. Just let it come from a place of empowerment of like, I know I want to, uh, there's a better way I can use this time or this money that will uh, serve me better in the long term. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. Give her a hand. You rock, Jamie. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And boom, mic drop on the podcast. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you can just make their day.